Alright, alright, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is Love Those Podcast, your favorite relationship platform. And I remain your favorite relationship coach, Godfrey Emuze. Welcome, welcome, wherever you are listening from and wherever you are connected from all over the world. We are going to continue our unique series we began uh, a while ago talking about red flags. And in this unique episode, we want to look at list of red flags again. In the previous episode, we identified about five lists of red flags, things to see in relationship that you can identify and recognize as a red flag. We listed insensitivity, we listed paranoia, we listed lack of teachability, we listed being abusive, we listed bad temperament as a red flag in a relationship. Alright? And we are going to continue listing red flags that are possible, that are uh, that can be observed in relationships. When you see them, you know whether to run. <laughs> you know whether to run for your dear life or whether to stay and see maybe situations can still be managed. Alright? Red signs are stop signs. There are, are signs that make you to stop, to think, to pause, to think, to see and reassess and reevaluate if the venture is a worthy venture. Uh, if the venture is profitable after all, or the venture is a worthy adventure, or the venture is just a futile futile effort or whatever it it is it is not something that you want to do with the rest of your life all right so we are going to continue listing red flags uh, in this unique episode we are going to try to list additional five five red flags that we can easily observe in our relationship to to stick it to take a, a stop, to press the brakes, apply the brakes, and begin to determine whether the relationship should proceed or should die a natural, a natural death. The first red flag uh, we are going to be talking about in this unique episode is what I call stinginess. Stinginess. All right. Uh, this is a situation where somebody is very stingy. When somebody is not liberal, when somebody doesn't give, does not believe in giving, or have not learned giving, has not been taught giving, when somebody don't give gifts, when somebody lacks, a partner lacks kindness or compassion toward his partner, toward the person he claims to love, where if your love is true, your love will involve giving. Any true love. Every true love involves giving. You give your time, you give your affection, you give your you give your <laughs> your attention, you give your money, you give your substance, and of course, eventually, when you get married, you give your body. Uh, all right. So when you say you are in love and you have given your heart, that is the beginning of giving your treasures, giving the things that are precious to you, that are important to you, to inconvenience yourself, to sacrifice a part of yourself some of the things that are important or that are precious in your life for the sake of the person you claim to love. You can't be in love with somebody and you are willing to give to that person. It doesn't tally with the tenet of love. It doesn't correspond to the concept of love. When true love is in place, true giving is established. When true love is in place, in fact, you prefer the other person more than you. You want the other person to be happy more than you are happy. You want the other person to be okay more than you are okay. You want the other person to have more than you already have. You begin to want to try to outgive to each other 
when true love is really in place. So when a partner becomes stingy, or when a partner is stingy, either by default or by circumstance, or by uh, by psychological deficiency, or just by an issue of mere ignorance, when a partner is stingy, that is a big red flag. That's a big red flag. This has nothing to do with the fact that uh, because there are some people that will say my love language is not collection of gifts. Gift doesn't show me that you love me. You can give me gift and you may just have bad motive toward me. You just want you may just want to get your way with me or something. That you are giving me gift does not mean you love me. I would like to tell you that if he truly loves you, it will involve giving you gift. <laughs> there is need for balancing when we talk about love. Many people get psychophantic about love. They get too carried away and distracted about the noise in the crowd that they forget the substance of it all. When love is in place, kindness is in place. When love is in place, compassion is in place. When love is in place, giving is in place. If you can't give your time, if you can't give what is important to you, you can't truly give your life to that person. You can truly give your life to that person. Personally, I would never want to do life with somebody who is stingy. Who is stingy. That is the kind of person that you cannot copulate with easily when you are married. That is the kind of person that you cannot even say you have access to their time. They will always have something better to do than to be with you. That is the kind of person that no matter how prosperous or successful they are, it will never have a positive impact or input in your life or in your marriage. That is the kind of person that we always prefer to give to other things than to give to you. That is the kind of person that always wants you to be dependent on them for the entirety of your life, for the simplest of things and the least of things. When a partner is stingy to the core, when a partner finds it difficult even to give you data for internet, even to give you credit card, even to appreciate you on your birthdays, even to celebrate you on your good days, even to, to, to come to you with something encouraging, something precious, something beneficial and useful. Uh, on the days that you are down on your luck, on your down time, down moment, when the partner can't even respond accordingly by love, to give to you compassion, to give to you kindness, to give to you goodness that is a huge red flag do not make excuses for that kind of a partner maybe he doesn't have much you see when it comes to love there is always something to give when it comes to love there is always something to give everybody gives according to their level everybody gives according to their level you cannot give what you don't have so it is from what you have that you give if you have good intention you give good intention if you have good compliments good comments you give good comment good compliment if you have money you give from the money that you have. You can't give what you don't have, but your unwillingness to give to the person you claim to love cannot be a validation or an excuse that uh, yeah, your love adventure is true. That is an indication that your love is false. That is an indication that your love is a distraction. That is an indication that your love is a deception. When you are stingy to the one you claim to you love, that is an indication that uh, you are only in love with yourself, not that person, all right? So stinginess is a big red flag when it comes to relationship. So please, I tell you, when you see a red flag, please consider before you proceed on the red carpet, before you say I do, before you walk down the high, consider the red flags available in relationship. There are many regrettable marriages in our generation today 
just because people chose to ignore the red flags the red flag there are always handwriting on the wall don't ignore them don't ignore them another red flag that i like to list in this unique episode is what i call flattery flattery i want you to understand that flattery corrupts it corrupts your mind it corrupts your perception it corrupts your correct analysis of the state of things flattery corrupts uh, uh, proper appraisers Flattery corrupt uh, situation reports. Flattery corrupt expectations. Uh, flattery corrupts manifestation as well. Because when a partner is given to flattery, when the list of things, uh, the list of achievements is blown out of proportion, when the list of things is exaggerated, when they earn fifty thousand and they tell you they earn five million per month, when they earn hundred thousand, they tell you they earn ten million per month, when they have a house uh, in in the in the low cost part of city and they are telling you they are living among the elite in the high cost part of city when they are giving to exaggeration in fact even if it starts by uh, by just trying to make a joke or by just trying to impress you but you discover that 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 style of impression that style of trying to impress you is not just an incident it's an habit that they are so given to exaggeration. I like to tell you they will exaggerate life out of you. They will exaggerate situation that it will become almost impossible for you to be excused out of any complaint that you may have when marriage is already in top gear. I like to tell you when you see a partner that is given to flattery, you should know that's a huge indication because whatever they tell you, you know that is a lie. It's not just a lie. That is almost like the verbose version of what has happened. If they tell you they have everything, they will tell you as if they are already dead. If they want to tell you that uh, they are running late, they will rally you. They will, they will tell you as if they were not coming again. You know, when they are habitual with exaggeration, even in things that are positive, it becomes an unrealistic expectation problem because they begin to give you the permission to have unrealistic expectation they begin to give you permission to have awkward expectation you begin to expect too much from them and when you begin to expect too much from them then you begin to go out of your way to borrow things you begin to go out of your way to to secure favor to secure help from where you are not supposed to go for favor and for help you begin to compromise your stand and your and your position sometimes your values because you are thinking your partner is going to come through no they are not going to come through for you they have only over exaggerated their station in life they are only over exaggerated what they can afford and what they cannot afford they have only over exaggerated their ability to make anything happen for you if you don't give yourself common sense and know that exaggeration and flattery is the game of children not the game of adult all right you will quickly see that you will enter quagmire you will enter shaky ground you will enter <laughs> a kind of problem that become difficult uh, to come out from it when a partner is given to flattery they are given to self-destruction because flattery is a form of self self-deception so when you indulge in self-deception with them maybe in a way to deceive others you will end up deceiving yourself yourself and your partner so that is a big red flag it's a big red flag that you shouldn't look away from you shouldn't ignore it you shouldn't ignore it why is it difficult to settle around the truth why is the truth not uh, 
truth enough for you to embrace? Why must you color it? Why must you color the truth? Why must you add to the truth? If the truth is what is being said, why can't you agree and embrace the truth? Must you color it? Must you add to it? Must you build castles in the air in the name of trying to prove a point or impress someone or in the name of trying to, you know, to say what you are not? There are many homes that have been destroyed because a partner is given to exaggeration and flattery. They tell you they will, they, will, they will buy a house in the best part of the city. And even what they have cannot even secure the rent or the money that you are paying. They have been getting credit facilities, moving from one debt situation to another, hiding it from you. Why? Because all the life that both of you have been living is fake life. You have been deceiving yourself in the name that you what you do not have is what you have. And you have been given to indulging in self-deception. Just because you feel that uh, uh, you need to fake it to make it. Alright? You don't need to fake it to make it. You don't need to fake it to make it. Flattery is a form of self-deception that will also deceive the bearer of it, that will also be deceive the carrier of it. So don't, don't give in to flattery. Don't give in to, to exaggeration. When somebody tells you you are beautiful, that is a good statement. But when they tell you you are the most beautiful woman that has ever lived, that we ever live, you should know that is exaggeration. That is flattery. <laughs> if you don't stop them in the trap and you seem to enjoy it, that is how you will enjoy a fake life, a verbose life. That is why they use their mouth to put you in awkward situations. You get arrested at the border. You get, you get declined. Your visa get declined. Your credit card get declined. So many things. Finances get messed up. Expectations get messed up. Dreams and goals get messed up because you are not trying to pay your bills. You are trying to, <laughs> you are trying to respond to flattery. You are not trying to apply apply your status and what you the actual actual reality of what exists. You are trying to introduce uh, uh, flattery into the equation. That is why it's a part of scripture. Uh, as a person of age, if that scripture really comes to mind, a part of scripture in Proverbs 31 talks about sham that is fleeting. Uh, sham is fleeting. Beauty is deceptive. There is a fleeting, uh, fleeting nature of sham. Uh, you know, those that are given to flattery, most of the time they are shamming. You know, everybody likes to hear a good word here and there. Everybody responds positively to a good comment. A good, uh, a good comment. It, it brings some kind of hairs around us. Uh, it lifts up our shoulder almost automatically invisibly and when somebody tells us something we've been longing to hear it seems as if it, the person has an inch to our hair and adds an inch to our, our natural height we begin to feel on top of the world feel more important than we should and then we begin to think of ourselves more important than we do we begin to aspire till we perspire all right so when somebody's given to flattery and exaggeration it's a huge red flag to quickly identify, recognize, and reassess that relationship. And stop to reassess that relationship. Alright? Another red flag that, that I would like to mention is what I call stupidity. This may sound funny, but we should talk about it. We should talk about it. Stupidity. There are some situations that does not require destructive ending. If people have just taken advantage of wisdom. Stupidity is a huge red flag. You don't want to marry a stupid person. 
and uh, you don't want to do life with a stupid person. When a partner has chosen the path of stupidity, that is a red flag. Stupidity often comes from a sense of lack of self-awareness. When that partner lacks self-awareness, when that partner lacks what I call life-work balance, when that partner is poor in decision-making, that partner becomes giving, I mean, becomes stupid, giving to stupidity. There are some partners that you cannot trust them with money. There are some partners, they are not matured enough to handle money. If you are not matured enough to handle money, but adventure, you shouldn't be handling the entirety of somebody else's future. You shouldn't be handling the future or the destiny of somebody you, you claim to love because you make a mess of it. When somebody is giving to stupidity, when they are habitually making poor choices, wrong choices, with respect to their own life, with respect to the life of, of their partner, that is somebody who is showing serious signs of stupidity. When they keep putting uh, their, themselves and their partner at risk unnecessarily, unnecessarily, based on hearsays, based on rumors, based on a complete lack of of self-awareness, a complete lack of self-awareness. When somebody is not intellectually sound enough, mentally sound enough to know when they are being cheated or when they are being taken for granted, when they are being asked to go or when they are being asked to stay, when somebody cannot distinguish when somebody is tolerating you and when somebody is indulging you and when somebody is enjoying you, when somebody is purely stupid, uh, when a partner is purely stupid, when they don't understand what uh, we call life-work balance, when they can't distinguish what obtains at work and what obtains in their real life, with the, the part that and the role things play, the role that a, a spouse is meant to play in your life, the role that your work is meant to play in your life, the role that every other thing is meant to play, family, uh, siblings, parents, and all of that, friends are meant to play in your life, when a partner is obviously stupid and repeatedly so, that is a huge red flag. I want to counsel you, please stop, stop, and reassess. Do you want to marry a stupid person? Do you want to do life with a stupid partner? I'm sure if your parents are aware of the stupidity of your partner, they will never they will never agree. They will never agree to proceed with that relationship. Alright? Another red flag that I'd like to mention. I'd like to mention in this episode uh, for us to consider as a red flag that is very, very important. And this is very big, for especially for those of all that are people of faith that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and that believe in the sacredness of the Bible. It's what I call religious contempt. Religious contempt. When your partner shows obvious hate for God, when your partner shows obvious hate for things of God, when your partner don't agree with things you agree with in the Bible, when your partner don't agree with some church doctrines, when you don't share the same faith, when you don't share the same uh, belief system, when you don't share the same spiritual orientation, when you don't share the same spiritual agreement, two people can't work together and see if they agree, when your partner obviously have content for those who have sacred honor for, for your pastor, your church, your spiritual growth, your spiritual life, your spiritual habit, uh, when your partner have obvious content for religious activity, 
for religious things, that is a big red flag that you need to stop and reassess and reevaluate that if this kind of partner don't repent, there might be no need to proceed in that relationship. There's a part of scripture that says clearly that believers are not encouraged to be yoked with unbelievers unequally, alright? We are not, a believer is not supposed to be romantically involved with unbelievers. Light doesn't intermeddle in darkness. Light displaces darkness. There's no relationship. In fact, in that scripture, it said there's no relationship between light and darkness. There's no relationship between the temple of God and, and the temple, uh, temple of idol or shrine. There's no relationship between God and bear. There's no relationship between light and darkness. There cannot be any relationship Relationship between light and darkness. When you see light, you don't see darkness. And when you see darkness, it's because light is absent. And so a believer is not meant to be involved, romantically speaking, let alone sexually speaking, let alone maritally speaking, with an unbeliever. Uh, that person has religious contempt. That is a huge red flag. You can't do life with somebody who hates your God. When they hate your God, I like to tell you, they hate you. They may claim they love you, but that love is false. It's not genuine, it's a fallacy. That love is a fallacy, it's a deception. It's a sham, it's a scam, it's a charade. You should run for their life. When a partner has religious content, it's enough indication for you to, to know that that relationship needs to be discarded. That relationship needs to be discarded. That's as a person of faith, one of the first things you want to know about your partner is where they stand when it comes to the matters of God, when it comes to the matters of holy scriptures, when it comes to the matters of faith. You need to know where they start, where they, where they stand from the outset. You need to know whether there is a religious content there or whether there is a religious understanding there. All right? What is their, what is their reaction? To your religious consecration, what is their reaction to your religious uh, activities, your religious uh, commitment? What is their reaction? Because your religious commitment affects every area of your life, your finances, your time, your location, your your everything. In fact, sometimes the work you do, what is their reaction toward it? If they tell you that they can endure it, they can manage it, ah! If they are not also given to such inclinations, ah! That is a big red flag, I tell you. That's a big red flag. Please, please, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Pay attention and begin to withdraw. Begin to withdraw. Begin to withdraw. Begin to withdraw. All right? Finally, I'd like to mention another red flag, red flag in this episode so that we can wrap up this this episode in listing red red flags again <laughs> I'll, i like to i like to mention the issue of mediocrity mediocrity can be a red flag red, mediocrity can be a red flag when a partner is given to an average life when a partner will settle for less at any instant when a partner lacks vision or when a partner lacks ambition please note that there is no hope for a bright future a partner without ambition, without vision, is also without a bright future. A partner that is content with a, 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 a limited or a restricted way of life. A partner that for one reason or the other is not, uh, is not so interested in, in, a, a, in living a more beautiful life, a more uh, satisfying life. Uh, uh, and you want to live a more satisfying life and you want to live a more colorful life, a more phenomenal life. You want your life to be adventurous. Uh, you want to take risks 
You want to jump at things. Uh, you want to, you know, make mistakes and make it your own. Uh, you also want to do uh, achievement. You want to achieve notable feat in life. Uh, when you want to do that and you are with a partner that is content with average life, that is content with mediocrity, meaning they settle for less. They don't even fight for what they want. They don't even fight for still to get better. They don't even fight for a better situation. They don't even fight for when they are even cheated out of what belongs to them. When they are mendicants, when they are mendicants, when they are committed to a, an average status of life, that can be a red flag. That can be a red flag. An average pe- life conscious person can only do life suitably with another average life conscious person. All right? That is why if somebody is urban city crazy, that person cannot succeed relationship while with a partner that is rural, rural town crazy. All right, somebody that wants to live all his life or her life in a rural environment cannot do life successfully with a partner who dreams of living in the urban city, who dreams of living the, an elite kind of life. That person cannot succeed with that kind of partner. A rural person can only succeed with a rural person. An urban person can only succeed with an urban person because it will be an adventure both of you can agree upon. It will be an adventure both of you can jump out and take a leap of faith out. But when a partner is obviously mediocre, given to mediocrity, when they have no vision, when they have no ambition, of course, they are not interested in a bright future. They want to just eat, drink, and die. They want to just have children, have children, and go. They are not even dreaming of anything for themselves, let alone for the children they want to have, or let alone for the relationship or the home they want to build. They are not dreaming. They are not dreamers. They are not uh, expectant. They are not innovative. They are not creative. They are mediocre. They won't fight for their right, let alone fight for your own right. When a partner <laughs> is mediocre, is a mediocre person, they can't even protect you. Because protecting you involves fighting for your right. Protecting you involves fighting for their own right. Protecting you involves trying to do better by you, trying to bring in better opportunities, trying to pursue better opportunities for better situations, trying to take leverage and do better with life. And when a partner is contented with mediocrity, when a partner is given to average life, that partner eh, cannot do life successfully with somebody who is visionary, who is uh, who is, is vision conscious, innovation conscious, solution conscious, somebody that, is, that has entrepreneurial spirit, somebody that is innovative, somebody that is creative, somebody that is adventurous, somebody that is ambitious, somebody that wants to become something, to, to not just him or herself, but to other people in life. And so if you are the type that has goals, dreams, what you want to do with your life, that you want to achieve some bright future, you want to live the, 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 the dream life, to have the dream husband, dream wife, dream car, dream house, dream kind of job, if you are that kind of person, you will never be satisfied with a mediocre as a partner. You will never be satisfied with an average person as a partner. So it is recommended that when you see a partner in indicating or showing a red flag that has to do with mediocrity, that has to do with average life, average mindset, average mentality, with everything average, average thinking, average doing, average being, that is a big red flag. That is a huge red flag. You need to stop right there and reassess and reevaluate that relationship and determine whether it's time to reverse, it's time to withdraw, or it's time to do 
maintenance of the system or correct whatever it is that might have gone wrong with your partner. Maybe you can inspire them to do more. Maybe you can motivate them to get out of their comfort zone. Maybe there's something you can use to trigger them to become vision conscious, goal conscious, dream conscious, to become ambitious or to even expect or desire a bright future. I'd like to tell you, a mediocre partner is a guarantee for a mediocre life. If you don't want to have a mediocre life, please don't proceed with a mediocre partner. Alright, let me quickly do a recap. A recap of all the red flags that we have listed in this episode and in this series so far. We have talked about insensitivity as a red flag. We have talked about paranoia as a red flag. We have talked about not teachable as a red flag. We have talked about being abusive as a red flag. We have talked about bad temperament as a red flag. We have talked about stinginess as a red flag. Uh, in this episode, we have we started with stinginess as a red flag. We have talked about stupidity as a red flag. We have talked about flattery as a red flag. We have talked about religious content as a red flag. And we have also talked about mediocrity as a red flag. I'd like us to wrap up here. Uh, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to read from you. Let me know what you think. Let me know if there are other red flags you'd like us to talk about. Alright? I believe you have been properly informed and equipped. Uh, remember, when we talk about red flag, it has to do with to be forewarned is to be forehand. When you have a prior knowledge of possible dangers and problems, it gives you a tactical advantage about the situation. Alright, I'd like us to stop here. We'll continue by uh, in the next episode on how to now undo red flags when you discover them, when you observe a red flag in your relationship. How do you undo them? We'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, uh, Alright, alright. I would like to end it here and uh, wait till we hear back from you and read from you and see how the conversation is going. May your love be true and may your joy be full. This is Love Those Podcasts. Bye for now.